Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Alexander Taylor Show. I'm the one, the only Alexander Taylor himself. Got a special guest here with me, my man Zach Davis in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, How sir. Are you, Thanks bro? for having me. I'm doing great, man. Hey, man. It's a pleasure having you. I appreciate that. Uh, so, I guess we. I mean, I met you obviously through my brother, but um, which is funny because that's the first thing I thought of is like. It's always Tony's little bro, but it's not Tony's little bro. It's Alexander. Yeah. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. yeah. Well, because I talked to people about that, you know, meeting a lot of people through him. He knew mm-hmm. a lot of people, so, like, they knew me as his little brother. So, when I start this stuff and trying to get um, – you get you pull it close. Okay. So, trying to get this stuff going, though, it's like people starting to know me for doing this instead yeah. of being his little brother, you know? Right, Because right. that's I always seen you in the gym, you know, getting to the hoops and uh, just playing. And really, but at that time, too, I used to like being around you because you used to always – have kind of positivity towards you i guess you used to talk you know about things you had going on man i, I never you, thought about that well because you were about it seemed like you were about um you know getting that bag i mean and that's what everyone kind of should be about you know it's not the number one number one priority in life but at mm-hmm. the same time i didn't hear that type of talk you know mm-hmm. younger like people talking about getting that paper and you know focusing on you know getting some income and stuff like that so i used to mm-hmm. hear that talk from you a lot and i'm not gonna lie at the time when i was younger i used to think it was kind of arrogant but now i get older i'm like mm-hmm. That's actually, you know, I'd rather be around somebody talking like that than being negative or like, you know, downing people. You was just kind of feeling yourself and you would be positive, you know, talk about yourself and you never be hating on nobody. But you would just be like straight up, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's, you know, what I learned like from, you know, talking to you now because I'm like, that's crazy. Because I remember growing up, I used to not like hearing that talk, type of talk because Tony had friends that come around and they talk about, you know, getting the bag. They talk about like, you know, the stuff they got going on in their life. And I used to feel some type of way about it. But as I got right, older, I'm right. like. Now I like hearing people like that talk. Right. I want to hear Gary V talking about how much money he wants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to mm-hmm. hear about Dame Dash and all these random people talking about the goals they're going after and, and the, the income they're making. Not, and then it's not flashy. It's just they telling it how it is, I guess what I'm saying. so Yeah, uh, sure. Where did you even learn that from? Though? What, what, what was instilled in you? She was like, you know, I want better for me, I guess. Because that's, how, that's how, what it is, essentially. Is you just want better for yourself. Right, you know right. And I like how you came full circle with the question because when you first – you know, mention some of those things. I'm like, wow, because it's the outside looking in. Mm-hmm, yeah. You don't even know that that's kind of how you were. Because it's not, like you said, it's not an arrogance like, uh, here's what I got. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason it's not that is because I started with nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily just a bag, but it's comfort, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But just to answer your question fully, um, I say it all the time, but it came straight from my mom. I say, uh, you know, J. Cole look like my mom, or no, hustle like my mama, look just like my pops. So yeah, that's yeah. been my motto my whole life. Uh, my mom is my rock. So being a single mother with us, you know, working all those jobs and things like that, I knew what it was to not have enough. Mm-hmm. But it was never like just struggling so hard you can't survive. So I like, it's it's kind of like you learned how to scrape by with the bare minimum. Yeah. And then it just took you up from there. So those talks, like at the gym, especially at those times, because I was about, 16 and up at that point yeah 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 probably and right, uh yeah. i mean and that's the time we start getting jobs and right start making and money and stuff so i think it was just being able to make that little bit of income for yourself yeah a little bit of security um and not necessarily helping mom out because i can't lie and say i was like helping paying bills but freeing up income that you would have needed from them you know makes a big difference and mm-hmm. i think you know the lesson she taught me growing up about just hustling and earning what you need and taking care of the ones you love and things like that. I think that propelled me to be like that. And mm-hmm. as far as the positivity, <clears throat> you spoke on that. And I mean, I hear a lot of that from Tez too. And um, I think that was just natural on accident or meant mm-hmm. to be or something, because when I started filming it, like now, 
recording yeah. the positivity at first it was weird for me but my friends and the people that reach out to me they say the message is there it's how you've been your whole life so i guess i just didn't know i was kind of that way yeah but it's just always trying to progress man um I know it's not all about being flashy, but I want to be successful. I want to take care of my loved ones, you know, yeah. just like anyone else. But, you know, in a sense, you, you don't want to be flashy. But at the same time, there's no if you come from nothing, then like I learned that, I guess, from like Meek Mill, because Meek Mill always like people say, you know, I'm posting, you know, stacks of money on the gram and I'm trying to show up. But no, nah, this might motivate somebody else. Right. And I'm right. just I came from nothing. So, like, I might go buy that Rose voice. You know what I'm saying? I, might, I have to. I got the stars in the roof. Like, I'm chilling. Like, why would I not? So when I learned that from people just. The fact that it's about financial freedom and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily showing off. It's just like I came from nothing. So what do you expect me to do type of things? Like right, I'm right. going to I'm going to maybe be a little flashy, may show off, might drive a nice whip. But I think some people can get caught up in that and go negative. And some people get caught up in that. But they also kind of be humble and about like Ted's friends, you know, kind of humble yourself. Also put out positivity and putting out little content videos. And one thing you said that was interesting is like. It's weird putting out positive content and like talking into a camera right. and giving advice, but like I would easily go on Snapchat and go in there and gripe and you know cuss yeah, into the camera yeah, yeah. and go like, off hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to posting something that's positive and, and you know maybe heart fulfilling, you know we feel a little uncomfortable. I was like, that's kind of odd how that worked, you know. And then you grow into it and you end up really enjoying it to mm-hmm. where. You know, you may just like do spur of the moment and just do live videos or something like that. But even like you said, man, I don't really think it's a I don't think it's a flash aspect. It's just this freedom is here. Yeah. And I've I've barely scratched the surface. I can't mm-hmm. come in here like a mogul telling you I got it. <laughs> but I barely scratched the surface. But I mean, eight months ago, I was working a normal job like everybody else. Yeah. And uh, now I'm free. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but that's where it comes from. That positivity, that humbleness, just like you said about Tez, but just letting you know that it's there for you you just got to be proactive mm-hmm. so it's just all about that growth man keep going so where where did you start from just in general was it was hooping you're going to be your thing like your whole life even when you were a kid you thought you was going to be a hooper or what, what was it <clears throat> man i not that i was gonna be a hooper i think i was a hooper you know uh, growing up but yeah. that was like from the neighborhood like yeah. the neighborhood knew I was a hooper. Your brother knew I was a yeah. hooper. Because you are a hooper. If but, no one has, has played against Zach and no pickup, bro, he'd be hooping. He'd be out here. But, man, as far as the coaches, I try to look back in retrospect, and I don't know if, uh, you know, maybe I might have had an attitude problem or maybe there's some things that just didn't go my way. Yeah. But I didn't get a lot of playing time growing up, so that wasn't always the dream. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be an NBA player or college player or anything like that. What I did is just love to hoop. And um, funny story, I won't stick there, but – like I grew up a fat kid, so I was mm. pretty huge. And when I started hooping, I got to where I could wear a tank top oh, in, in yeah. public, you know. So I was like, man, I got to keep hooping. And I was good at it. But, uh, man, what happened in my journey is after high school, I mean, my mom was a, is a hard worker. So she was like, what are you doing? So I knew if I went to college and kept working, I was at least moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So I went to OSU OKC and got my associates. <clears throat> Paid for it all the first semester, which sucked, which, I mean, it's probably a fraction of big universities, but when you're fresh out of high school, it's different. Yeah. When, coming out of, so not to interrupt you, but just um, the difference of it coming out of your pocket when you pay for college, mm-hmm. it's, it's besides getting like, you know, financial aid or your parents doing it, when it's coming out of your pocket and you're yeah. like struggling in those courses or whatever, it's different. It's different. And you take it a little yeah. more serious yeah, when you're struggling. Yeah. 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 But man, uh, so I kept hooping and uh, not to just drag on the hooping, but man, I went, I started a... Uh, going to municipal downtown. Mm-hmm. Some of your listeners may know that there's a guy named Coach Tyrone up there, old school. Some may know him, some may not. But I feel like that's where I learned how to play basketball like a man. 
you know, grind like a pro because there was a lot of pros that would go there, and I was just a random. Uh, I played with him for a year, going to pro-ams, things like that, just little stuff. And um, then I walked on to a couple colleges, tried to try out, didn't get any scholarship money. All of them were kind of far. So I went to Hillsdale down the street and walked on because I could afford it out of my pocket. And um, not only was that a good blessing for me on the basketball court, I think I think God was leaning me that direction too because mm-hmm. it really helped me get back in tune with my faith. Um, I grew up with my mom being a churchgoer and things like that, but wasn't something I stuck to all the time. Yeah. But <clears throat> the basketball changed my life. I mean, even uh, the Archer, your elevated podcast. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. He was Y'all my know coach the last year. Yeah. And uh, man, that that character, bro. Uh, I get quiet because it means a lot to me. That walking on stuff and earning it, it, it did mean a lot to me. I enjoyed hooping and being in those different environments. But I can't lie, I had those, you know, those thoughts of, uh, can you go overseas? Can you do something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. <clears throat> Especially when you see all the people you're hooping with going overseas, you're like, oh, I guess it's the plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people could seem like that's the the direction they head if it doesn't really seem like it's working out here. Right. Uh, so wh- when did you come to that realization of like this, you know, I might have to give up on the hoops or this, Man, this ain't looking right? Perfect timing. Um, my dad and I have a real good relationship. So I was in my junior year of college or junior year of eligibility basketball wise. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a conversation. He'd been out of town for a while and we met and had some drinks and we're chatting it up. He's asking me what I wanted to do. I told him I want to be a pro player. He said, well, if you want to be pro, why are you going to school? Mm-hmm. Cause shouldn't this just be something you're like focused on and you're bouncing and you know, working out all the time. You, yeah. you know, what yeah. are you going to school for? Go to school is to learn like, you know, a skill. Um, I was like, you're right, but I want a backup. And he was like, I respect that. He was like, but if you have a backup, you may, you may want to kind of reevaluate what you're trying to do. Cause you know, if you're all in, it's different. So biggest thing with the pro that kind of held me back besides going to try out, cause not everyone can make it obviously, yeah. but man, just my family wanted to be close. So my college, you know, I was going to college full time. I was a walk on athlete full time and I was a manager of finish line at Sooner Mall. So I'm hiring people running stuff there <laughs> then coming and trying to run a basketball team and do things like that so yeah. it was a it was a lot of stuff going on in my life and right when I graduated 2016 I was still working at finish line and uh, man I'm always going to bring up Tess because that's my guy that's my brother it's my mentor and he called me and said hey I'm starting to sell insurance and it's doing good because he was working a normal job before too he started selling insurance and he's like you need to get on I was like all right man I don't know I'm nervous so I apply, and um, that's a big step, though. That's so, a big you know, step. I'm just thinking, you you working at finish line, and right? Jump, to jump and to that, that's a big I mean, step. it's not a lot of money at finish line, but you know that guarantee. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. And um, so I went and I applied. They interviewed me. They said it's full commission. I can start. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> Literally, like two days after that interview, Tez calls me. Hey, man, um, I'm not doing the insurance anymore. I'm about to sell houses. You gotta oh. get on. You gotta get on this. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. And uh, I guess my trust, you know, not only between me and him, just building trust because we grew up together, but, you know, God, man, just putting you where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, you need to get on. So I applied uh, at Roush Coleman where he was at his first new builds. And, um, you know, it was destiny to get hired. But what's funny about that story is um, I leave finish line. And I tell you, my mom was a hard worker. So she's like, where's your paycheck? I go to new home sales, which is, you know, you get some guarantee, but it's a lot commission. So I take that risk. You got to convince your family when you're trying to jump. Uh, This entrepreneurial life isn't, it's not for everybody. A lot of people grow up workers. So 
your family doesn't always support you yeah at all in those moments they're like are you sure are you sure i trust myself i bet on myself you know i did it in college i'm gonna do it now so i did it (laughs) and bro like 60 days later i was fired and it was like one of the first jobs i was fired from um i got fired because you know i missed some meetings and things like that um trying to out there and hustle and sell houses um but it was a learning experience you know lessons are you know are your mistakes are lessons and um so i got fired and then you know you can only imagine when your whole support system was just saying don't do it and, and i did, did it, it. Yeah. and then i got fired <laughs> so they're like man what are you gonna do so uh i can't lie man this is about a year so this is at the end of 2017 or fall time mm. i took like a month and went back to the basics man um uh, 25 at that time I acted like I was a freshman in college, not like acting up, but just going back to the grind. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a job. So I just woke up, grinded, worked out, went and hooped, um, kept it simple. About a week into that, um, Tez called me. He's like, hey, man, you know, don't don't give up. Find somewhere. And I was like, I know, I know. We hung out a couple times, but I can't lie. I was in kind of a dark spot, not depressed, but confused, yeah. you know, not knowing yeah. which direction to go. I never made any money. It's, it's hard out here. Because you know, I was, I was going to say to you being 25, it's like uh, just, I wouldn't say societal pressure, but you think 25, yeah, feel yeah. like you're old or something. So the fact you had to go back to the basics is going to make mm-hmm. you question a lot. Because, you know, I feel like that 21 and I'll talk to people and they're like, boy, you young, you got your right, whole life. Right, and, but right, right, right now it feels like a lot is going on and mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell is going to happen next. But, um, yeah, I could imagine that because you took that risk and bet it on yourself when you and had your failed. Whole, exactly. And your whole support system, like, don't right. do it. And one thing that you said important there was like, I don't know if it's the older generation or what, but there's, you know, having that nine to five is normal. Normal. And it's common. Yeah. So I'm not you, about that life. Yeah, man. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone should be because, you know, why would you want to have a boss? Why would you want to not be on your schedule and make money for you only or for your family or something? For your team or whatever. Anything, yeah. bro. So I just, I, I noticed that a lot though, just talking to my parents and they're just, they, they think this is abnormal that I got this podcast yeah. stuff and I'm hoping to do something one day. Uh-huh. And like, you you hoping yeah i mean look yeah 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 so uh yeah but they they give me that like oh you need to go get him a job go get paid this much and and i'm like i need time to be i need to be part-time you need need time to grow exactly so it's it's interesting bringing it up because i feel like we do experience that with the older generation i want to say that that nine to five is very common and it's very instilled in them to work that's it you you got to get out of it yeah and what's funny man oh sorry about that what's funny about that is uh so i told you tess calls me Mm -hmm. and i'm not with it 100 percent. i'm like man i'm still kind of scared i just got fired maybe i'm not meant for real estate uh he calls me again and i said man you know no one's gonna call twice he called twice about getting on the homes before before i got fired and he called twice about getting back on it so i was like man you know that's a sign so i said all right man i applied at a home creations in here in moore oklahoma and um got hired or got an interview the next week had to go through their whole process and got hired and started doing really well over there um turned uh turned around one of their neighborhoods in piedmont and tez was kind of in that area too so it was helping me just kind of grow yeah and getting to watch him from a distance because he was moving up fast and i was uh getting to grow as well especially when i just got fired from somewhere yeah and um so home creations really took off for me i started getting that not only that image but i guess that that confidence in yourself that you can help people out and um Man, I just really changed my life. The first six to eight months were a little difficult, but I really got the hang of it. And uh, people say this all the time, and um, I don't know if they believe it. And even people I meet out in the world, when I say it, sometimes they don't believe me. But about eight months in, I stopped trying to count the commission. I stopped trying to 
look at someone and be like, okay, if I sell that, that's a thousand dollars. I can pay my stuff. I'm good. I just started looking at it as moments like this conversations and, mm-hmm. um, it propelled my business, building those relationships, talking to people like real people, you know, learning what they need. And that helped me really grow at that company. I started getting promoted, things like that. <clears throat> my story is pretty interesting because right when I was doing well over there, I'm in one of their hot communities in Deer Creek doing well. Um, you know, Tez jumped ship, local guy buys houses. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, <laughs> He, you know, he tells me a couple months, you know, uh, into it, you know, you should be interested. And, you know, me, it's not that I'm trying to be on something that's consistent, but I just got good at something. And um, it's kind of hard to see where his vision at, where his vision's at. But he hasn't steered me wrong before, Mm. you know. So uh, (laughs) I listened to it. And, uh, man, in the background, I just worked and got my real estate license and made a mental decision. So, uh Within like a week time, I got my real estate license, went and quit my job. Wow. And wow. hopped on full time. So there's a lot of people that do that, you know, trying to be a realtor, trying to be an investor. You know, I have two hats. I work with local guy buys houses and I'm doing a lot of investing here in the city. And then I'm also a realtor with Kivo Property. So that's a whole nother business you got to manage. And so a lot of people take that risk and jump into it or a lot do part time to try and see if it's going to make money. Mm. I got enough for 45 days of living. Jump ship, jump ship. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, called Tez the next day. Hey, man, I'm ready. I was on an appointment uh, within like two hours in Midwest City. We wrapped it up. First contract I ever did on the investment side. And that's God. That's not just me. But quit my job. The next day, I'm wrapping up a property um, under this business. Local guy buys houses. And then um, we, I think we got two or three more that week. And then it just started from there. And that's... Uh, October, September, October of last year. Oh, okay. So, so it's recent, yeah, man. It's recent, I uh, yeah. got that real estate license six months ago, probably. Quit my job, hopped into it, and never looked back. And now I'm getting moments like this, and it's just pretty crazy as far as how it came because yeah, that bet. real estate journey's long. I mean, from college, going through it all, and then getting fired and hopping back on the horse. So. Yeah, well, I was talking to Tez about it. He had, like, a similar because he worked at um, where he started at. Mm-hmm. What was the first one he was at? He um, was at Roush, and Roush, that's where we yeah, were at this together. telling me. Okay, yeah. So it seems like there's just like a, um, it's, it's more of a marathon. I, I use that it's with a marathon, anything. Yeah, with, yeah. With, with entrepreneur things, mm-hmm. it's more, it is really a marathon because it's not going to be something instant. You know what I'm saying? It seems like you went up and down with it because you was kind of confusing. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. you were going to head next. And like, one thing I will know. say though, like, especially with just like the growth you've done with the podcast, look how exponential it is when you look mm-hmm. back. Um, yeah, three years is a big deal. I've been in real estate for a little over three years. Yeah, that's a long time. But is it? When you look yeah. back, when you're 35, 40, 45, 50, you're looking back like, dang, I did that in three years. What am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. So that's where mm-hmm. I got to stay on. I'm always, uh, it's just the beginning type of person, especially because, like I said, when I started, I'm not, I'm not a mogul. I didn't make it. I'm not there yet. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get that financial freedom. So I think it, uh, like you said, it's a marathon, but you also got to relish like, uh, you know, some videos that uh, my man Curtis on the real estate team had made about just living and celebrating those victories. And yeah. you got to those small victories, those yeah. small victories, yeah. man, because it is a marathon. But the, when you look back at three years or one year, two years with your podcast, you're going to be mm-hmm. like, wow, yeah. look at all that growth. So. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> something yeah Curtis was saying in that because I was like that's true a lot of people focus on the bigger picture and right, they just want right. to get to that overall goal and they don't celebrate those little successes on the way might disappoint you somewhat exactly because you, you want to get you get caught up in that of the of the overall goal that you're trying to see and you want to get that overall goal 
but you don't pay attention to the little things it's going to take and the little maybe humps you might go over, but you get right. over them, but you don't think about that because you want that big goal. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, but w- what's it like though? I asked Tez this too. What's it like selling a house? Like, is it, what's, God, I bet you it's very fulfilling, obviously. Yeah. You get to, you know, uh, yeah. help a family find a new home or so, you know, so what's that like for you though? Uh, well, let me make sure I get the question right. Uh, just the general transaction of helping somebody out mm. or getting a new person into a brand new home. Both, I guess like okay. just in general, what's, I mean, cause I know there has to be some interest in homes in general. Yeah, Cause I know yeah. that you probably see homes you like, and you like too as well. Like this is a right, beautiful right, house. Right, right. Um, I see my man Curtis be posting cribs like this clean, you know, Yeah, you'll see so, some stuff. Yeah. So what's it like for you? And, and also is that, I guess, um, eye opening too to kind of see homes and, how much they are and, and how nice they are. And it kind of gives you some little motivation. Like, Oh, I want a house like this. Maybe one yeah, day, yeah. stuff like that. And too. maybe not. And yeah, just uh, like you said, just knowledge on it. Mm-hmm. Cause now I'm seeing some properties that, you know, are really impressive and you can see the price and see, you know, how attainable that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But as far as the man, how it feels, I'll start at the beginning, you know, with, uh, you know, with new construction, you're helping people buy a home. Mm-hmm. So they're coming in, you're trying to help them get into a new home. That is pretty amazing, man. Uh, I've helped everyone from like, you know, people my age, your age, trying to get their first house to like 80 year old downsizers. Mm-hmm. So it's been in the spectrum, man, as far as helping them. And one thing I will say in common is that relationship you build and like the trust. And if you do it the right way, the trust and how much they appreciate you. I mean, that goes further than everything because there's some deals you won't, I mean, not to get on monetary moments, but there's some deals you won't make any money on or some deals you'll make just enough on or some deals you had to help them out more on. Yeah. And like none of that matters. Um, <clears throat> That's I one said, thing you said earlier, yeah. sorry, but you were saying how you um, had to learn instead of looking at people and thinking, right. you know, right. how much am I going to make? You started looking at them like, how can I just help them in general? How can I help know? them? And that's why I get quiet on it because, man, it, it is deeper than that. Yeah. Um, a random thought, uh, I was at an investment breakfast where other investors were there trying to meet, network, things like that. That's another thing that's different. When we grow up, it's like, yeah, we can meet to hoop, but we don't want to meet to go network. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now I'm having to get on that, you know, networking (laughs) and stuff like that. But I met someone and he was like, oh, you're a local guy buys houses. I love them, man. Uh, You know, tell me how you do it. You know, what do you like to do? And that's what I hit him with first is I said, man, uh, if you want any advice from me, I would say stop counting your money. Um, Just really think about what you're doing. Help them and the money will come. And he said, yeah, but you got bills, right? And I was like, yeah, man, but with that, I mean, you're going to be stuck. And his friend said, no, I understand you completely. And that's two different people that are friends, but they get it, Yeah, you know, so uh Because some people don't see important. that. Yeah, they, too, they focus too much on I got bills. And we all do got bills. So I see, I see it and I understand why, but I feel like if you get caught up too much in the bills and stuff, that's when you're going to get accustomed to just um, only seeing people for money. Yeah, or end up in a, like a mansion sad. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> and that's cool the thing. That. Yeah, I'm cool on that. I'm cool on having a nice car in a big house and I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I rather, It's got to be an equivalent. Yeah, yeah. I would rather much be in, some, in a smaller house with my family or whatever and I'm completely content because, you know, I, something I've been watching Bill Gates documentary on Netflix. And I'm like, this man was worth 30 billion or so, like between 20 and 30. And this man don't, you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. He riding around just in the Jaguar, regular plain clothes. You think he was just some average guy with a job, but it's Bill Gates. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's the billionaire. And watching him is so interesting because I see how much books he reads. I see how much conference call he takes, you know, networking, stuff like right. that. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. When you do meet those people who are just only, only solely for the money. 
And it's like, dude, like, I don't even need to tell you. There's no way yeah. you don't know. That's not going to get and you. And not to downplay you know. them or negative, yeah. you know, towards them. But, I mean, they're just going to struggle more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah, just how it go. Uh, so what's been your most recent, uh, I guess, like you said, you don't want to focus too much on the, the little things that, but like like my man Curtis said, yeah. focus on, so what's been a recent small victory you had or something that you just felt, I guess, proud of or I did see that video. I don't say it went viral, but did it kind of went got some views up on that video uh, you did on Facebook. <laughs> Which one? With the it was a little elderly couple. I want to say I don't know if I'm tripping. It was oh, a you're talking guys. about the the um, at the closing table. I believe so. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, yeah, that was Frank and Nicole, um, and that's right off the top. You know, I met them six months ago. But mm -hmm. once you build these relationships, man, they just pop up. Mm -hmm. They were really good people. I uh, that was it. I'll speak on that a little bit. I met Frank. Uh, my company had already met them and we're, we're unable to help them at the time. Oh, okay. We got to revisit them later on with, you know, some different details and they were able to move forward and got them taken care of. And I mean, they were beyond happy. I mean, the video, they're a little nervous, just like me, but some of the conversations with them, they're really, really appreciative. Yeah. And, um, it does mean a lot because those questions that you, you all see on camera, like those are all normal questions that I'm going through daily. You know, mm. what's next? What what are you looking forward to? How can we help you get there? What options do we need that are going to be best for you? Because it doesn't matter if I'm getting, and I'm going to use tiny numbers, like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's $1, $5, $10, $20, like those increments, like that stuff doesn't matter to me. Helping them to the finish line does, and that's why you get those moments that are, that are real. I mean, yeah. you could probably film other people and be kind of weird, but those people are... They're really appreciative. Like you just said, you ask those questions every day, and that every just happened day. to be on camera that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, and as far as like a little win, not to get off what you said, um, hmm. I've been real comfortable. Uh, I've always been a homebody, and you know this. Uh, we haven't even spoke on it, but you know this quarantine stuff is kind of keeping people kind of crazy sometimes. Yeah, some people yeah. can't contain it. Mm -hmm. um, myself, it's uh, it's helped me grow a lot. Not saying just that. But I've always been a homebody. I always wanted to focus on what I'm doing and not like go do too much besides basketball or things like that. But right now, I mean, you really don't have a choice. And it's not only helped my, you know, our business, Local Guy Buys Houses, grow and refine and get better and better. But it's helped my soul, too. You know, just getting that time. Um, I don't have any kids, but I got nephews and nieces I've got to see. I'm a dog dad. Yeah. So I got two dogs. Um, they've got a lot of time from me. And just getting to work on myself. You know, I read books and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Um, but I just want to get that schedule for myself. So it may be a, a, a long life like win. Yeah. But I just want to get that schedule of making yourself happy. Yeah. And that's really the small wins I'm in. And uh, I thought the video you're going to bring up is when I was wearing that uh, ugly sweater. I don't know if you saw it, but it says ugly on it. And it's my friend's clothing line. You got to love yourself. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah, Tadro Bates. Does Archer know him? I think yeah, Archer yeah. Be wearing, we all okay. went to Hillsdale. Oh, all right. I was Randall. Randall. I, barely, yeah. I feel like I see someone else wore it too, and that was Archer. Yeah. 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 So that that ugly brand, um, I really support that too, just because that's true. Like you got to love yourself. I mean, that's that's the truth. That's the honest truth. And um, I did a random, you know, live video about that because mm -hmm. you know you had it on. It made me think. During all this, why aren't you appreciative as well? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, just things like that, man. Yeah, you gotta get me in touch with him. Yeah, I seen that, and I was like, yeah, I man, like he'll that. hook you up. Like he'll that. hook you up. <laughs> I likes that. Uh, you probably uh, in the future, if you set something up, he'd probably come on here and talk. Yeah, with definitely, you. bro. Because a lot of people don't push that message out, especially mm -hmm. men. You know, we don't push that message out. So, and he he's uh, the front line. You know, he's the one running it. So, oh, really? And so. That, and I think the overall conception of it is really smart because it says ugly, and then you you like what? And then you really break down what it is. And you're like, oh wow. So, and it's funny because it catches people's attention, especially yeah. in certain areas of the 
city where they're like may not just see something that big and yeah. you wear an ugly sweater they're like looking at it but it's then you right. see the message <laughs> yeah the message in it is beautiful so uh uh so what's next for you though what, what what's your i mean i know i know we talked about financial freedom and overall just right. working on um i guess because this time like you say you had time at home so you're learning other things you want to do that's a big thing this you, time management is tough yeah, yeah i don't know about you but it's been tough on me trying to figure out how to like i was already kind of working from home because mm-hmm. you're a real estate agent you're an investor you're out in the field but now doing a lot of it virtually, it's been a lot of a, a learning curve, mm-hmm. but it's already, you know, started showing positive uh, results. So as far as what's next with, for me, it's just, you know, growing our business. Not only local guy buys houses, but growing my brand, you know, Zach, um, I'm always going to be here to help people change lives, those type of things. I'm a real guy. So I'm going to always try and grow that and um, just keep growing with what we're doing. We're even during all this crisis. I mean, I've been almost busier than I usually am, man. I can't really? even lie. With yeah. This court, yeah. yeah, it's been a lot of virtual, like I said, but we've been helping people from, you know, across the computer, across the phone. Mm-hmm. That stuff really means a lot to me to still be able to build a relationship with those people. Um, but as far as just general, just a little bit more about kind of what I do uh, that's not related to the real estate, mm-hmm. um, you said some some little wins. I did, uh, I do hike a lot with my dogs and like kayak and random outdoor stuff like that. Oh, really? That's, that's nice. kind of my advice. Yeah, and I didn't stuff. do that growing up. You know, I just hooped and walked around more. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because I got into like, you know, shooting bows and nature, uh, nature and being type outside. stuff. Yeah. And when I was little, I always loved being outside, but I, I think it came back at me, you know, second wind type thing. So mm. I've just been trying to balance that. Like you say with Gary Vee, you got to be happy. So I really, really balance my happiness in my business and it, it's going to get better. I mean, I'm only 27 years old. I've only been an entrepreneur for so long. It's tough, but, um, I think I'm on the marathon to where it's going to be, you know, look back in a few years and be like, dang, I did that. And then it's only the beginning again. You know. So what advice do you give people who do? I, 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 you probably get those messages of people like, hey, man, I want to what are you what are you doing? Because that looks cool. Or that look interesting. I think you I know? used to more. Oh, you know, really? I think that, I used okay. to more. Um, when I don't know how this will come off, but I feel like you, you saw it more when uh, it was more just real estate pictures and suits. Oh, because okay. then it looked like I okay. was uh, you were doing something, doing important. something. But yeah. uh, now they see it and they say like I'm motivating them. Um, but I'll be honest with you, man. Besides our real estate team that we're growing, like we spoke about Curtis joining the local team and growing our real estate team, uh, a lot of people are nervous too. So I get a lot of those messages that say thank you for the message, like you're motivating me. But they're motivated in their field, and that's totally fine. I'm not going against anyone that has to work, who's got people to support that needs yeah. that st- that yeah. uh, stability. stability. Yeah. But uh, even motivating them is cool. But no, I don't have as many uh, trying to jump, you know, jump ship on that. I do have quite a few friends that join the real estate team and they're mm-hmm. growing and taking that risk. So it's really cool. But I just like hearing that it's motivating because, I mean, you're not doing it. F- you're doing it for that purpose, but you're not doing it to get DMs or yeah, comments. To get that when you do people. get stuff, it, it does feel good, especially when it's from the heart. Yeah. Uh, so. But in general, though, what, what do you advise people who do want to know just any entrepreneur thing at all? Because uh, you obviously had your times where, like you said, you didn't know what was about to happen next, mm-hmm. and you tried something and they failed. When everyone said, "Hey, man, don't don't do that." Yeah, yeah. So, well, what's your <sighs> advice for someone just to, to start any business, whether it's real estate or not, or just doing anything for they they come? Because I, I meet a lot of people locally who I don't know if it's just because of Tony or what, but I just know a lot of hoopers and mm-hmm. they get to that point where they don't feel like they can hoop anymore. That that's going to be their end goal. Mm-hmm. So they kind of feel like 
they don't know what to do. So uh, what's your advice for people who either don't know what to do or, you know, have an idea but hasn't got to it yet? Right. You know, what's your advice for people that's trying to trying to trying to come up? You know what I'm saying? Trying to get to where the point where they can not have to work that nine to five anymore. Right. Well, I think it's a it's a multifaceted question for Mm -hmm. sure. One of the big things you said was meeting a lot of basketball players. I think uh, if you're all in and that's what you want to do, you need to do it. But uh, myself, I had to have a backup. But that was just me. You know, some people without a backup aren't going to make it. So I will say, get comfortable with the ball. Stop, stop. To st- get comfortable with the ball stopping a bounce. I know it's sad, but uh, you can still hoop. You know, you got to <laughs> yeah. go get that bag though. And um, as far as advice for people taking that that route, I mean, you can't be scared, man. And um, I, w- I mean, you are going to be scared, but you can't be so scared you won't take that jump. And uh, Tess told me something, you know, jump and make the parachute on the way down. Mm, okay. And um, yeah. I really, yeah. really like that because, I mean, you're always figuring it out. Yeah. Even if you are working a nine to five, you're figuring it out how to make more money or how to have an easier day or whatever mm. you're trying to figure out, especially on those hourly jobs because you're like, oh, four hours, two hours left or whatever you're doing. So I would say, you know, just really trust yourself. Trust that you're going to figure it out if that's what you want. And that freedom is there. So when you always talk about like what advice for someone that really wants to take that, you got to believe it first. You got to believe it first. And if you want to go that route, go 100%. And like you said, with our generation, a lot more of this age group, I even saw it on one of Gary V's posts where it was like a 2020 income and like 1970s income. And it was like workers and then like entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I mean, a lot of people are trying to get it different ways, especially if you can get the same amount, you're going to be getting where you're at. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So as far as taking that risk, I think not everyone's built for it. Um, So some people are just never going to be able to do that. But if you really believe in yourself and got something to do, something you believe in, I say go at it 100 percent, especially. I mean, like I was at a job that was cool Um, not to throw numbers at you, but. Like I said, I'm, I was broke growing up. And it's not like I was stupid poor. Like, I, yeah. I'm not trying to throw the poor story. It's just we were pretty broke, like yeah. uh, just struggling. And I think at Home Creations, it would have been an easy, you know, 100000 120, 130000 a year, easy. And that may, you know, for other states, something like that, that may be like the minimum. But in Oklahoma, if you're making that, you're good. Yeah, and, you're, and obviously your mom wasn't making that. My mom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah we, none of our parents were making that. Yeah. And we're younger. So if yeah. I was making that at 24, I would have been feeling good. Um and it was on paper, ready to go, and I didn't want it. And my my bosses at the time there even said that, like, are you sure? Like, look at all this. They're <laughs> yeah. pulling it up. I'm like, I'm good. Um, as long as y'all pay me, you know, a little percentage of that just so I can, you know, still eat, I'm good. And literally got my license, quit my job, and hopped in it. So <laughs> I think the, the, real, the real advice is if you're going to do it, just do it because you can't play with it. Yeah, you gotta go all the way. Cause sometimes if you play around too long, it's good. you're gonna miss your opportunity. You'll miss yeah. your opportunity or like lose your drive. There's yeah. just too many variables at that point. And now I have no choice. I'm like three and a half years in with real estate. Like I have no choice. You gotta figure <laughs> it out. You gotta make it happen. So. Yeah, I was I was gonna say too. If you if you take if you play around too much, you can you're taking a bigger risk playing right. around because right. you might lose out. And like you just said, you might either lose your lose the job you currently have. Cause I've noticed that too. When you're not doing something you love or passionate about. You can kind of, uh, I guess, just stop giving so much energy to it. Just like if you 100%. work a regular, you know, regular job. Say, say you work at, you know, a restaurant or whatever. You used to, you know, going in there, trying to get uh, your hours, trying to get as much money you can to pay the bills. But if you say, feel this passion to do something else mm-hmm. or to create your own thing, you're not going to give as much energy as you would originally from the jump. So uh, that's one thing. Make sure you're passionate about it, I guess, and make sure you love it. Cause like you just said, you 
you know, stayed on track with it. Even though it didn't seem, you know, like you knew what was going on, you still stayed on the course, you know? Yeah. And I don't, and I I mean, I give myself credit for sure for just staying true, but I'm, I'm usually uh, guilty of being too humble Mm -hmm. because I, I really think a lot of other moving parts help me stay on track and just appreciative of the journey, you know? So I just take everything in stride being grateful, say thank you, keep it moving, keep going. And I think that's the reason you'll be successful. And of course, hard work. It's like praying with no action. You got to do stuff and get in the field with it, but you got to be doing the right thing. Yeah. And that's why people, you know, not doing the right thing won't last. So yeah. that's praying, just what pray, I'm all hey, look, about. Praying with no action. Hey, look, y'all hear my man, Zach. He's <laughs> preaching to y'all. I ain't even a preacher. You, you got to make the moves. You got to make the moves. Uh, but thank you, man. Definitely coming on and dropping some knowledge for, for sure. The for sure, and I really appreciate your dialogue, man. I, I like the show. I really appreciate. This. Thank you. You're gonna bro. have to thank get me you. on when I'm uh, growing up a little bit more. I <laughs> appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So, uh, give me your socials. What, what's your Instagram? Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 If you, but um, definitely local guys buy houses on uh, Facebook, right? Correct, right. And, I want to make Instagram. sure it's the same on a. But definitely follow my guy Zach on Instagram. He's starting to post post some videos on there. Get some so it's ZD out. Sales OKC on Instagram, and then Zach Davis on Facebook. And oh. we got local guy buys houses and all of that. So okay. I'll definitely link your Instagram in the description. But yeah, man, definitely check my man Zach out. Uh, like I said, and like he said, just do it. You know, at the end of the day, and you can hear from his story. He was hooping at first. He thought that's what it was going to be, and then he had to make that realization that. You, you got to grow up and become a man sometimes. Yeah, you like, man, I can't hoop and just have fun with the boys no more in the gym. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But that's one thing you said, Key, earlier, and I'm going to end that on that, is that, you know, a lot of people get caught up in the sports and stuff, which is cool because, like you said, if you want to stick to it, stick to it. But you can always go to the Y or something and hoop and get that little love for it still. Mm-hmm. Just just playing hoop with some guys once in a while, three times out of the week. Yeah. It still gives you that fulfill you need, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, yeah, man, thank you again for coming on, bro. So, yeah, man, and I, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate uh, your big brother, Tony, because when you talk about that, that uh, motivation to keep going, mm-hmm. he's like that too. Yeah. So when in those gym sessions, we didn't always have the best relationship. You can ask him. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I don't know if we ever had the best relationship hooping because you and him were pretty similar with the anger. <laughs> but uh, yeah. and I, you know, I hoop aggressively. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know how Tony could be throwing them bows. It's, yeah. But Tony, t- man, uh, the relationship we built later is he's about that growth, too. So yeah. I think uh, being around your boys that support you is going to be that game changer. Definitely. 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 So I uh, hope everyone enjoyed this episode. We are out. Bye bye.